narayanam namaskritya naram chaiva narottamam devim saraswatim vyasam tato jayam virayet nashtaprayeshvabhadreshu nityam bhagavatu sevaya bhagavatyuttama shloke Bhaktir Bhavatinaishthiki Before reciting the Srimad Bhagavatam which is the very means of conquest one should offer respectful obeisances unto the personality of Godhead Narayana unto Naranarayan Rishri the supermost human being unto Mother Saraswati the Goddess of Learning and Vyasadeva, the author. By regular attendance in the classes on Bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed and loving service under the personality of Godhead who is praised with transcendental songs is established as an irrevocable fact. Srimad Bhagavatam Kanto 4, Chapter 25, Verse 20 Yadrichaya Agatam Tatra Dadarsha Pramada Uttamam Bhrityai Dashabhi Ayantim Eka Eka Shata Nayakai Yadrichayagatam Tatra Dadarsha Pramadotamam Bhrityair Dashabhirayantim Ekai Kashata Nayakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha pramadottamam Bhrityair dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatanayakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha Pramadottamam Bhrityair Dashabhirayantim Ekai Kashatanayakai Yadrichayagatam Tatra Dadarsha Pramadottamam Bhrityair Dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatana yakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha pramadottamam Bhrityair dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatana yakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha pramadottamam Bhrityair dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatanayakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha pramadottamam Bhrityair dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatanayakai Yadrichayagatam tatra Dadarsha pramadottamam Bhrityair dashabhirayantim Ekai kashatanayakai
just check the audio levels. Hare Krishna. All right. Yadrichaya. All of a sudden without engagement. Agatam. Arrived. Tatra. There. Dadarsha. He saw. Pramada. One woman. Uttamam. Very beautiful. Brityai. Surrounded by servants. Dashabhi. Ten. Ayantim. Coming forward. Eka Eka. Each one of them. Shata. Of hundreds. Nayakai. The leaders. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. <coughs> Translation While wandering here and there in that wonderful garden, King Puranjan suddenly came in contact with a very beautiful woman who was walking there without any engagement. She had ten servants with her and each servant had hundreds of wives accompanying him. Please repeat. While wandering here and there, in that wonderful garden, King Puranjan suddenly came in contact with a beautiful woman who was walking there without any engagement. She had ten servants with her and each servant had hundreds of wives accompanying him. Purport. The body has already been compared to a beautiful garden. During youth, the sex impulse is awakened and the intelligence, according to one's imagination, is prone to contact the opposite sex. In youth, a man or woman is in search of the opposite sex by intelligence or imagination, if not directly. The intelligence influences the mind and the mind controls the ten senses. Five of these senses gather knowledge and five work directly. Each sense has many desires to be fulfilled. This is the position of the body and the owner of the body, Puranjan, who is within the body. Panchashirshahinaguptam pratiharena sarvataha anveshamanam rishabham apraudham kamarupinim. The woman was protected on all sides by a five hooded snake. She was very beautiful and young, and she appeared very anxious to find a suitable husband. Purport The vital force of a living entity includes the five kinds of air working within the body, which are known as prana, apana, vyana, samana and udana. The vital force is compared to a serpent because a serpent can live by simply drinking air. The vital force carried by the air is is described as the pratihara or the bodyguard. Without the vital force, one cannot live for a moment. Indeed, all the senses are working under the protection of the vital force. The woman who represents intelligence was searching after a husband. This indicates that intelligence cannot act without consciousness. A beautiful woman is useless unless protected by the proper husband. Intelligence must always be very fresh. Therefore, the word apraudham, very young, is used here. Material enjoyment means utilizing the intelligence for the sake of rupa, rasa, gandha, shabda and sparsha or form, taste, smell, sound and touch. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Melitam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha 
ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತಂ ಯೇನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕಂ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ಚ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗೃಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತ ಸುಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದಸಹಗಣಲಿತಾಶ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತಾಂಶ್ಚೇಕೃಷ್ಣಕ
when the embodied living and being controls his nature and mentally renounces all actions he resides happily in the city of nine gates the material body neither working nor causing work to be done so navadwarapura is the body material body which has nine gates so nine gates are the nine holes so it's eyes ears nostrils mouth uh the anus and the uh, urinary the genitals is that two eyes two no two ears two nostrils mouth yeah nine so in this way so this city that had nine gates all about was characterized by all auspicious facilities the human body especially has all auspicious facilities because we can get renounce we can renounce this material world and go back to krishna only afforded in the human body <coughs> that city was surrounded by walls and parks and within it were towers canals windows and outlets the houses were the houses there were decorated with domes made of gold silver and iron this gold silver and iron is more of modes of goodness passion and ignorance so anyway the description is there the walls and parks what they are and all that the floors of the houses in that city were made of sapphire crystal diamonds pearls emeralds and rubies because of the luster of the houses in the capital the city was compared to the celestial town named bhogavati in that city there were many assembly houses street crossings streets restaurants gambling houses markets resting places flags festoons and beautiful parks all these surrounded the city so you can actually go and read up this thing so we will just briefly skimming through this on the outskirts of that city so all each of these what they mean you know so it's huh I don't know why. I'll just read on. on the outskirts of that city were many beautiful trees and creepers and cycling encircling a nice lake also surrounding that lake were many groups of birds and bees that were <clears throat> always chanting and humming the branches of the trees standing on the ba- bank of the lake received particles of water carried by the spring air from the falls coming down from the icy mountain in such an atmosphere even the animals of the forest became non-violent and non-envious like great sages consequently the animals did not attack anyone over and above everything was the cooing of the cuckoos any passenger passing along that path was invited by that atmosphere to take rest in that nice garden so this nice garden actually is uh, <clears throat> compared to the family life and uh, animals of the forest are cons- uh, compared to them children so when uh, everybody is following the religious principles and the family life can be very pleasing but if somebody is not following then it become the mess so while wandering here and there in that wonderful garden king puranjan suddenly came in contact with a very beautiful woman who was walking there without any engagement she had 10 servants with each uh, with her and each servant had hundreds of wives accompanying him Hmm. So, 
So, the body has already been compared, so in the purport, today's purport, the body has been compared to a beautiful garden. <clears throat> During youth, the sex impulse is awakened and the intelligence according to one's imagination is prone to contact the opposite sex. In youth, a man or woman is in search of the opposite sex by intelligence or imagination, if not directly. So, uh, this is these are the uh, ways we waste our time in this human body. And it is said here that when youth comes, then the sex impulse is awakened. Uh, and according to one's imagination, is one is prone to contact the opposite sex. So either directly or by intelligence or imagination, uh, one tries to do this. So therefore, Vedic culture um, does not encourage free mixing of boys and girls. Um, <clears throat> in Western world, this is uh, termed as sexism or discrimination based on sex. But the practical result of the Western civilization is that there is so much uh, problems, social problems because of free intermingling. Uh, it is not that, uh, I mean there is a nature of living entities in this material world, they are always prone to these things. This is so slow, there is something really wrong with this whole thing. Um, so in the Bhagavatam 11th canto it is mentioned <coughs> Loke Vivayamisha Madhya Seva <coughs> 11th canto 5th chapter verse 11 Loke Vivayamisha Madhya Seva Nityahi Jantor Nahitatra Chodana Vyavasthitis Teshu Vivahi Agnya Sura Grahai Rasa Nivritta Rishta In this material world, the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex, meat-eating and intoxication. Therefore, religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities. Although the scriptural injunctions provide for sex through sacred marriage, for meat-eating through sacrificial offerings and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine, such ceremonies are meant for the ultimate purpose of renunciation. So, <clears throat> this is the natural inclination, Nahitatra Chodana. There is no need of uh, so-called sex education because the animals don't have it. And they know how to do it. <coughs> uh, this doesn't require an education system. So the education system, the, the, their idea of sex education is to be safe, use condoms. Uh, this is their idea. Uh, <coughs> and that's why the amount of, the number of marriages that are being unfulfilled and that are being broken at the present age is alarming and people are resorting to homosexual relationships because of frustration. So this is the result because there is so much imbalance, <coughs> they don't know what to do. Whereas Vedic culture is very nice, when the girl comes of age she is married immediately is given in marriage. Of course, <coughs> the parents were responsible and according to the astrological uh, compatibility they used to because the, the contention of the modern western people is that how do you know it will work out? 
when the girl is so young, she doesn't even know what she's, what she is, and then you already get her into a marriage. <coughs> so the thing is, uh, there is astrology. Uh, this is also a Vedic science, and the compatibility is checked like that. And of course, the, the proponents of the astrological science should be good. If everything is properly done, then it should work out. <coughs> and there was no thinking, there was no divorce was not even a question in those days. Um, and one is committed for life. So that is the actual system and as much as they would condemn it, as, as much as modern civilization condemns such a thing as child marriage, the number of marriages that did not break is almost 100%. Some people say, oh, they were abusive marriages. No, not, not a fact. <coughs> not a fact. Later on it was misused, that's another thing. So when a system is misused, uh, the answer is not to abolish the system but to rectify the mistake <coughs> and uh, restore the system back to its original uh, <coughs> use. But modern civilization, they have ignored the caste system, they have ignored the uh, young marriage, they have ignored all these things, they have, uh, sorry, abolished all these things. <coughs> because they cannot also ensure uh, because the man is not trained the woman is not trained the both are not trained you know yesterday I was I was somewhere I was um, talking to one family the husband and wife fighting Always fighting. In, in front of me also they were fighting. <laughs> every there, every sentence was a fight. There was not a one single sentence where uh, it was a normal sentence. It was a fight. And later on the husband went out. <coughs> Children came in. Four of them. And uh, they were also I mean I don't want to say much but ill-trained, children are ill-trained, they used to, I mean, even use bad words against their own mother, you know, I don't want to say those words, but they, they, they shouted at her like that, girls, boys, all, one boy, yes, girls, so, <coughs> the culture, I'm saying, is, is so downtrodden, has become so downtrodden that it's just like almost like animals. With proper guidance they can be properly trained but because actually when I was speaking with them they can be trained. It's, they were not like totally unruly. But just, that's just how they were habituated to speak, to think. <coughs> so um, if the, <coughs> if the system where girls are not given in marriage early on <coughs> is uh, it does not take place, then sex will anyway happen, and that's how there are so many underage um, sex and all this. <coughs> Why? Because that's the age when these this youth is excited. And then they fall prey to this. If not physically, they will do by, as you said here, by imagination, by intelligence. <coughs> and now, nowadays, <coughs> there is so much material available on the phone, they can watch. So there's no, there's no restriction, there's no uh, censorship at all. So everything is available to them. One boy also used to come here. <coughs> he used to say that all his classmates used to watch porn pornography. You know, so the, there is more facility to excite the intelligence and the um, yeah the intelligence in this direction, <coughs> and the movies are also made like this. 
so how can you how can we not expect untoward incidences like some rape somewhere or all these things why why they won't happen hmm. i may say oh singapore is not as much india is so much hmm. somehow by law they are being restricted here given a chance they will do it uh, because the implications are very great and the law is so um, strong execution of law <coughs> there is some control but that is not from the heart it is not it is because oh if i do this i'll get into trouble there's so much in the board buses and mrt oh there's boards oh if you get if you are molested call 999 you know <laughs> boy they're not right you know because he will get into trouble so that's the controlling factor but the controlling factor should come from the heart from the desire itself should be controlled <clears throat> so therefore the best education is not to dwell on it but to have something higher like there is sex education or oh, how to be safe and you know, the best way to be safe is not even get into it and you can't not get into it if the mind has nothing higher so therefore krishna consciousness is much more practical and uh, very effective because rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtva nivartate ವಿಷಯಾವಿನಿವರ್ತಂತೆ ನಿರಾಹಾರಸ ದೇಹಿನ ರಸವರ್ಜಂ ರಸೋಪ್ಯಸ್ಯ ಪರಂದೃಷ್ಟ್ವಾನಿವರ್ತತೆ ದೋ ದಿ ಎಂಬಾಡಿಡ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಮೇ ಬಿ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ರಿಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ದ ಟೇಸ್ಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ರಿಮೈನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ರಿಕ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಲಾ ಬೈ ಸಮ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಇದರ್ ಬೈ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಕಸ್ಟಮ್ ಏನೋ ಸೇಫ್ ದ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲೀಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ಡ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ the boy wants to do something or the girl wants to do something uh, <coughs> sinful then um, oh my family will get bad name that those are considerations is also good keeps on check so um we have also touched this topic i think few months ago also so there are different layers of control for human being the first layer of control is the shastra shastra is the why it is called shastra because it is a first of all it's an astra so weapon and it is used for shasan shasan means chastisement or control so to control our mind the whole po- point is yoga indriya samyama the whole point of this we are our studying our everything is to control the mind the yogic process everything is to control the mind uh, and fix it on krishna so that is the whole point so shastra is the first okay there is description in the shastra if you uh, what you should do like how we should be engaged in devotional service and if we are not then how we will be simply um, sinfully impl- implicated <coughs> so uh, what the sufferings in hell and everything everything is mentioned so for an intelligent man he will listen to this and he will okay let me not do wrong things let me do devotional service so in this way he will be guided then the next layer of control is the astra the kshatriyas the brahmanas teach the shastras the kshatriyas use astra they will execute the law shastra says oh you should like if i murder someone i will be hanged so life for a life so uh, if i transgress that law and then kill somebody oh then the kshatriya the king will meet out the punishment on such a criminal so there is astra uh, everybody is judge there is a is like a court the king the judiciary system so he is every case is judged according to shastra and in this way he is uh, the king rules and then the third layer of control is their social customs like family reputation the family culture tradition these things also bind us even if we want to do something wrong oh i come from a respectable family i shouldn't be doing this so there is another control these are all layers of control 
but the the most effective way is the by knowledge the others are more or less external uh, if you know one you know is doesn't understand the value of a of a tradition or a culture or a custom why a girl and boy should not mix you know if he doesn't understand why <clears throat> just because he is coming from a good family is not a good enough reason for a person who really wants to transgress it's not a good enough reason for him to stop doing it so if he actually understands why it should not be done and if there is a better engagement than that and if that can be given then automatically the mind is controlled <clears throat> so that is our krishna consciousness movement when prabhupada went to america uh, he saw all the boys and girls mixing with each other having sex like anything and then um, he, uh, they invent new things nude beach and all this so so many things and then there is uh, intoxication meat eating full facility for all these things <coughs> but he went there his method was he did not ask them to stop what they are doing he gave them first something higher he gave them chanting he gave them krishna prasadam he gave them nice philosophy automatically they got an attraction for this i mean some of them and then eventually they became devotees and they gave up whatever bad habits they had so this is the actual method by which the mind can be controlled but if we just let the mind lose learning some engineering why these universities are not really effective first of all i mean what they are teaching a skill they are not even teaching what is life and because of that they are not even addressing the problem that a youth faces they are in youth and they have a problem they cannot control their desires and the um, university has, does nothing to control it in fact they encourage it because they think that's the way one should get into family life you know the boy must find a girl girl must find a boy and they will test out okay this is not good they will try one and so oh, there is not good the next one next one next one so in this way there is no chastity there is no seriousness in a relationship everything goes bad because of this so this whole system is not very good so here uh, it is explained that the woman beautiful woman came uh, with 10 uh, servants and each servant had hundreds of wives accompanying him so uh, <clears throat> in the next in the next uh, verse it is uh, we have read the in, uh, intelligence is compared to the beautiful woman and then the intelligence of the mind whatever so the 10 servants are the 10 senses so the manashasthan indriyani uh, six senses which include the mind so those six senses are mind plus the five knowledge acquiring senses which are the five senses we know mm. eyes ears nose tongue and touch skin so but then there are working senses which are also numbered as five which is the hands the legs the speech uh, the anus and the genitals so these are working senses so the knowledge acquiring senses do research they acquire knowledge <laughs> and the working senses execute so in this way they are executing the mind's desires the intelligence where the intelligence is focused on the senses are employed there so they are servants and why they have hundreds of wives because each of these senses is pulling in different directions each sense is pulling in hundreds of directions so in this way the soul is so much pulled in every direction it's like a network that's why it's called maya jala like a net getting entangled in this whole thing and um, uh, what is that 262 dhyayato vishayan pumsa 
संगस्तेषु उपजायते संगात संजायते काम कामात क्रोधो भी जायते सो दिस इज चैप्टर टू टेक्स्ट सिक्सटी टू ऑफ भगवद गीता एंड सिक्सटी थ्री वाइल कॉन्टम्पलेटिंग द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ द सेंसेस अ पर्सन डेवलप्स अटैचमेंट फॉर दैम attachment starts and then from the, such attachment lust develops and from lust anger arises <coughs> it's just krodhat bhavati sammoha sammoha smriti vibhrama smriti bhramsat buddhinasho buddhinasat pranasati from anger complete delusion arises and from delusion bewilderment of memory when memory is bewildered intelligence is lost and when intelligence is lost one falls down again to the material pool so this way we are falling down it looks beautiful oh one beautiful woman with servants and this one and then the end is it's it's a mess so this is uh, happiness in the mode of passion so therefore one should not chase this the best is to get out of it hmm. or regulate it that's why there is only one wife uh, so in this way control of the senses and for the woman also one husband so in this way there is control where one can peacefully engage his senses in krishna service otherwise you know as the previous verse it is stated like today's verse is 20 and the 19 he has done it so the description is given like this You see, in such an atmosphere, even the animals of the forest become non-violent and non-envious, like great sages. Consequently, the animals did not attack anyone. Over and above everything was the cooing of the cuckoos. Any passenger passing along the path was invited by the atmosphere to take rest in that nice garden. If you see a peaceful family with li- a wife and children, is compared with the peaceful atmosphere of the forest. Children are compared to non-violent animals. Sometimes, however, wives are, and children are called. स्वजनाख्य दस्यु बर्गलर्स इन द नेम ऑफ किंग्स मैन अ मैन अर्न्स हिज लाइवलीहुड विद हार्ड लेबर बट द रिजल्ट इज दैट ही इज प्लंडर्ड बाय हिज वाइफ एंड चिल्ड्रन एग्जैक्टली एज अ पर्सन इन अ फॉरेस्ट इज अटैक्ड बाय सम थीव्स एंड बर्गलर्स हु टेक हिज मनी नंदलेस द फैमिली लाइफ इन फैमिली लाइफ द टर्मोइल ऑफ वाइफ एंड चिल्ड्रन अपीयर्स टू बी लाइक द कूइंग ऑफ द कुकूस इन द गार्डन ऑफ फैमिली लाइफ Being invited by such an atmosphere, the person who is passing through such a blissful family life desires to have his family with him at all costs. So this is the <laughs> family is very sweet and home, sweet home. Actually, I mean, if we really analyze impartially, without detachment in consideration, if a person on the road takes my wallet and uses that money, we will complain to the police. But the same money when the wife or children use, um, say, "Oh, this is uh, my family. You know, I love my children." So actually, if you impartially see, objectively see it, it is the same thing. But because of our attachment, we consider this to be nice and sweet, and this to be bitter and undesirable. So, what is happening is we are working very hard, but somebody else is enjoying our. our the fruit of our action um therefore it is also i think um, another place in the bhagavatam the family members are compared to jackals yeah no Let me just take that out. Five thirteen two. You see, this is by Jada Bharat.
ಮಾಯವೋಯತ್ರಹರಂತಿ and it is taken away by these plunderers like tigers jackals and other ferocious animals in a forest that are ready to take away a lamb from the custody of his protector the wife and children enter the heart of the merchant and plunder him in so many ways <coughs> so this is very pessimistic view point of family life of uh, uh, yeah family but uh, of course it doesn't mean that one immediately leaves them and therefore the relationship has to be changed from just material affection to spiritual responsibility then only it has any sense otherwise it's actually true that it's they are like tigers jackals if it materially just see it doesn't make any sense why we have to struggle very hard in this family life there's no sense uh, so <clears throat> the only that's why bhagavatam says you take up this responsible position of husband or how what is that um, father or mother only if you can give moksha to your dependents otherwise no point it's like animals are also having children and wife and so but so, so what is the difference it's just like tigers jackals and other ferocious animals in the forest so therefore unless there is krishna consciousness it is all very another example also given by <coughs> kalidas we discussed the other day din ka dakini raat ka bhagini palak palak rahuchu se the wife he described as in the day she is like the tigress you know tiger will attack <coughs> and take the blood out <coughs> because the man is working hard day and night his blood sweat and tears is spending to earn livelihood for the family so in the day he is spending his blood so that for the sake of wife and children so therefore the wife is considered like a tigress and raat ka dakini in the night she is like a vampire also sucking blood because sex life is nothing but semen is nothing but concentrated blood so man loses one semen uh, because of the wife and in this way the blood is lost again so whole the whole program is losing blood only so uh, she is tigress in the day and vampire in the night so palak palak rahuchu every moment sucking blood so this is materialistic view point of family life so therefore we have to become krishna conscious then there will be meaning then there is a proper responsibility yes i have to make her krishna conscious i have to make the children krishna conscious somehow or other bring them to krishna and sometimes it so happens that they don't come you know that also it is good like in prabhupad's case <laughs> his wife and children were not interested but because of that we became interested otherwise there is no chance for us if he did not take sanyas then so it was all so there is always auspiciousness if we are krishna conscious even though the situation is not good it will become good like hmm. i think i have shown this many times before Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> These few verses are very nice. Uh, 
game. We'll go from 413-43. So this King Anga, he had a very bad son called Vena. So this is what happened. After seeing the cruel and merciless behavior of his son, because the son was so bad that even when he was a boy, he was playing with other playmates and when he, somebody cheats or somebody you know like wins and he loses, he will just kill the other boy. He will straight up kill. So it was that bad. He was very cruel and merciless even from a boy, boyhood, childhood. So after seeing the cruel and merciless behavior of his son, Vena, King Anga punished him in different ways to reform him but was unable to bring him to the path of gentleness. He thus became greatly aggrieved. Then you see what he says. The king thought to himself, Persons who have no son are certainly fortunate. <laughs> they must have worshipped the Lord in their previous lives so that they would not have to suffer the unbearable unhappiness caused by a bad son. <laughs> they must have worshipped the Lord. <laughs> then he said like this, you see. A sinful son causes a person's reputation to vanish. His irreligious activities at home cause irreligion and quarrel among everyone and this creates only endless anxiety. Then he said even more. Who, if he is considerate and intelligent, would desire such a worthless son? Such a son is nothing but a bond of illusion for the living entity and he makes one's home miserable. Then you see, this is the, this is the best. The king, then the king thought, a bad son is better than a good son. Because a good son creates an attachment for home, whereas a bad son does not. A bad son creates a hellish home, from which an intelligent man naturally becomes very easily detached. <laughs> and um, other in other place where, um, I think in the fourth country itself, who has the bad wife? Is it Puranjan? I always forget the example. So, Sometimes when the man is fortunate, he will get an unfortunate wife. That is also good. Because he will easily get detached. Like Prabhupada, he wanted marriage second time. <clears throat> because at the time, more than one marriage was allowed in society. So, father asked him, why you want to marry? And he said, no, I don't like my wife. <laughs> and Prabhupada's father told him, it's good that you don't like your wife. And this will help you and later in life, you will easily get detached. Mm. So, too much attachment for wife is not good. So, then Prabhupada listen, okay. And later on, <laughs> he gave up. <laughs> so, actually, that is the whole point. The point is not to be attached. At some point in time, we have to get detached. Um, so, however, so the beautiful wife makes it more difficult to do that. Mm. That's why Chanakya Pandit said, Rupavati Bharya Shatru. A beautiful wife is an enemy. <laughs> so these are, uh, a woman will never like to hear these things. But, <clears throat> uh, honestly, this is, this is actual fact. Because uh, beautiful or not, one has to give up, right? One has to give up this association anyway. Either by taking sannyas or by divorce or by death, it has to come to an end. It is not going to endure. So it is better to understand the true picture of it and uh, with intelligence, at least in our mind we start to renounce, should not be attached. Uh, at least in our mind we should understand that. And renunciation does not mean irresponsibility. It should not be understood as irresponsibility. The responsibility should be there, just like if a person renounces and becomes sannyasi, what he does? I mean a Vaishnava sannyasi. I, I, I mean Mayavadi sannyasis, they will go to somewhere and you know Himalayas and... But a Vaishnava sannyasi, what he does? He actually becomes concerned for the whole world. Because, so that's why he tries to preach. So detachment from family members doesn't mean that we should not preach to them also. As much as possible we should preach. That is real detachment. <coughs> to understand that they actually belong to Krishna. So, Manasa Deho Geho Joki Chumur Arpilu Tuapadananda Kishor Bhaktivinu Thakur has sung. The mind, wife, house, whatever is so-called mine, I offer it to you, Krishna. It's yours, not mine. 
So that is proper renunciation. So in that uh, way, one can remain in family life, not thinking he is owner, but he is just a servant. Uh, let me serve them by giving them Krishna consciousness. Not that oh, what you want, you want iPhone, okay, I'll give you iPhone. That is not servant. Servant means not whatever the... Of course, servant means what the master asks you to do, but in this case, the master does not know what he really needs. Um, so, servant means, like we all have the name Das at the end. Why? Because we are servant. We are servant of Krishna and we are servant of everybody also. Uh, but that service has to be done according to the directions of Krishna, not according to the direction of that person. Because Ekalaishwar Krishna actually is a servant, a uh, master. We are all Bhritya. So, service to others means service in terms of what Krishna defines as service. So, the best service Krishna says is, pre- is to preach Krishna consciousness and that should be the endeavor. Then everything is... It's not okay, it's still... <laughs> it's not really okay. It will still be unpalatable. But at least it is a solace. It is better than complete chaos. It's a regulated chaos. <laughs> so the chaos is, it is, but we have to come out of it. Therefore, um, if you see... Uh, many times this verse is coming out nowadays. Mukundamala Stotra. This is the thirteenth verse. Trishnato ye madana pavano dhutamo hormimale dara varte tanaya sahaja graha sanghakulecha samsara khe mahati jaladho majjatam nastridhaman padam bhoje varada bhavato bhaktinavam prayacha. O Lord of the three worlds, we are drowning in the vast ocean of samsara, which is filled with the waters of material hankering, with many waves of illusion whipped up by the winds of lust and whirlpools of wives, and with vast schools of sharks and other sea monsters who are our sons and brothers. O giver of all benedictions, please grant me a place on the boat of devotion that is your lotus feet. So, again, Unfavorable description of family members. (laughs) So, this is the truth. It's just make the best of a bad bargain. We asked for it, so we got it. Now, it's not very desirable, but the best use of a bad bargain is to make them all Krishna conscious and then become ourselves Krishna conscious and get out of here. Not get into another family again, again, again. That's not in the good interest of anyone. So, any questions or comments on this point? Of course, this can be extended to great amounts. (laughs) One Prabhu is writing comment. Some slokas are dangerous my, to my family life. <laughs> and he said, I tried to preach to my family members, results were disastrous. <laughs> That's good. Still it is good. I just showed the verse. A bad son is better than good son. Because he will create detachment. So, if it is, whether it is bad or good, so Krishna, the beauty of Krishna consciousness is this. It doesn't depend on the situation. If it is good, it is good. If it is bad, it is still good. <laughs> that is Krishna consciousness. If, it is, if they all become devotees, fine. Everybody can become devotees. Everybody can serve Krishna. Well and good. If they are bad, if they don't want to become devotees, good. Then you can become detached and become devotee. So the only thing is, we have to become strong devotees. Only then everything is good. That's why a devotee does not worry about auspiciousness and inauspiciousness too much. If it is auspicious, it is auspicious. If it is inauspicious, it is still auspicious. Krishna consciousness is auspicious. It makes everything auspicious. So, he doesn't depend on the situation. Like um, the bird on the branch of a tree. If you sit on the branch of a tree, 
you depend on the branch if the branch breaks you you fall down finish but the bird doesn't depend on the branch if the branch falls down it will just fly off it's not dependent on the branch so a krishna conscious devotee he is not dependent on the material circumstance he is dependent on krishna only his own devotional service so even if the material situation crumbles he will just fly away from there <laughs> So, any other questions? Oh, but he said, I will, I will still try. Yeah, keep trying. So that's what you have to do. So, the main thing is, we have to become solidly Krishna conscious. And then we can, of course, try and make others. Hmm. But then, if they don't become, then we, then we can become. If they become, let them become. So, that's the whole idea. So, Granthraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki, Srila Prabhupada Ki, Thai Gaur Prima